This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. I'm Nick Hoadley, and each week you can join me as I interview leading InsureTech executives from around the world. We will be learning about the different InsureTech technologies and finding out how they can be a benefit to both insurance brokers and carriers when it comes to delivering for your customers. We'll also be learning about the different career opportunities available to insurance leaders within the InsureTech space and what benefits that can give to your career. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I'm joined by Guy Benjamin, who is the co-founder and co-CEO at Healthy, who are a health insurtech business based in New York. Welcome to the show, Guy. Great to have you joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Guy, pleasure to have you. Really looking forward to hearing more about the business. Before we do, though, would you mind sharing with our listeners a bit about your background, the career journey that you've had, and that important journey for you starting the business? Yeah, so I grew up in Israel, was born in Israel, grew up there. I'm the youngest of four brothers, spent my first career in a very different uh, place than insurance. I was in the Israeli Air Force for about uh, 12 years. My last role was squadron deputy commander. And then I came to the U.S., got my MBA at Yale, and then started working at McKinsey in New York, doing mostly digital and analytics. And after a few years there, kind of figured that, you know, First of all, there's a problem I want to fix, which is around employees' health benefits. You know, very passionate about starting my own company, and I really want to have a, a positive impact on the world. So that's kind of like what got me to start this company. Awesome. Right. Very, very interesting background, obviously, in the military and then the work that you were doing mm-hmm. there at Kinsey as well. Do you, do you feel that's really set you up? Great foundation, a great platform for you launching as a, biz- a business as an entrepreneur? Definitely. I think I'm, I'm, you know, the, the, from the Air Force, I've kind of learned to really plan ahead, be two steps ahead all the time, be ready for any different scenarios, right? Like in the Air Force, you always kind of, you know, before every mission, you kind of think about, okay, what can, what can go wrong? What can, you know, what, what will happen in every phase of the mission? And that's something that really helps me with business. And then at McKinsey, I think it's the best school for, for, for business in the world, right? Like I've seen so many CEOs and how they, operate and, and so many problems to fix and so many so different solutions. And yeah, I, I completely think that you know, those two experiences that both were meaningful, right? Like the Air Force for about 12 years, uh, McKinsey for about seven years, have been tremendously helpful for me to kind of like starting my own business and trying to be, trying to grow as a business as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that, Guy. I think it's great to find out a bit more about entrepreneurs' backgrounds, sort of what's led them to where they are now. If we can move on to the business now, Healthy, I know there's been a recent rebrand. A lot of our listeners will probably know you as InsureRights. Could you give us a bit of an overview on the business and talk us through that rebranding and how that came about? Definitely. So first of all, the business, what do we do? So we, you know, every time I need kind of to talk about the business, I always say, look, if, imagine if you were in a world where Every employee could understand their health benefits, know which, what doctor they can go see, know the cost of the medical procedure before they go, 
and book an appointment in 27 seconds without talking to anybody. No call center is nothing, right? And that's exactly the word that we're building. We're, we have a platform that we call Zoe, and Zoe can analyze any health. And it doesn't matter if which, which provider you have. It could be the you know one of the 900 different carriers we have in the U.S. She can take any plan, and a plan, I know, Nick, if you ever read a health plan in the U.S., it's about 600 pages, and it changes every year. So she knows how to take that plan and do two things to it. One, converts it to from an unstructured data to a structured database, but also visualize the plan. And then once she, when she's done that, she can provide employees with basically health recommendation specifically for what they need. So an employee can always go to Zoe instead of calling a call center and ask her, hey, Zoe, is my daughter covered for glasses? I need to go get an MRI. Am I covered for it? How much is it going to cost me? So really be kind of like your healthcare ambassador um, to eliminate the need for any call center and bring back transparency to the world of health, employee health benefit, right? And you're right, we started with, we called ourselves insurites up until a couple of months ago. And we realized that we're not just helping an employee, you know, decipher their insurance plan. We're helping an employee be healthier. And we're helping an employee, everything around the health and wellness, because sometimes an employer, most of that employer will have more benefits that are regarding your, your and your family health and well-being. So we can't just talk about ourselves as like insure rights, you know, knowing your insurance rights. So we change our name to healthy with, with two E's at the end, right? Healthy, which is basically healthy employees, right? And we we kind of talk about making health benefits more meaningful. We're talking about uh, helping your employees be healthier. We're talking about the fact that healthy companies have healthy employees and the other way around. If you look at our logo, people tend to think it's a rainbow. It's actually a ripple effect because we truly believe that if your employee is healthy, then the company will be healthier. Society will be healthier. Mm. It really has an impact and it all starts with our own personal health. Yeah, it's a fantastic story. And I, I really resonates really well and see that that individual employee, the benefits for them, but then there's that ripple effect on the business they're working for. And then most importantly, on society as a whole. I, I truly believe that healthy employees are a strategic asset for a company. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a, a CEO should always think about, or should think about, are, am I doing the, the most that I can to help my employees mm. be healthier? And it's yeah. not just, yes, I'm providing them healthcare, because having healthcare doesn't mean you have access to healthcare. And me coming in as healthy and helping the employees actually figure out what they're covered for, use it, utilize it, be healthier, that's kind of like the whole package, right? And not just giving them mm. benefits and then forget about it, giving them benefits and then a tool like our tool, like Zoe, told them actually use it, them and their families. Yeah, it's so interesting. You asked me earlier if I've ever read through a, a health plan, a healthcare policy. In truth, actually, when when we are working with candidates and they're accepting a job offer and, or an offer's put forward to them, they do often ask how the healthcare plan pairs with their e- existing. And it's, it's a very laborious process and it's not straightforward at all to see exactly what they're covered for, what they're not covered for and pros and cons compared to the other plan. So you can completely understand that. And for that individual, it must be you know, a real challenge when they do have something wrong with them, a real challenge to see whether they're covered, where they're covered for, what they can do about it. So I'm sure that has an impact on their, on their health. Guy, thanks very much for that. Would you mind sharing with us then a little bit more about the business, where it is in its current stage, the funding stage you're in, the number of employees you have, and where you're spread around the the US? Yes, definitely. So we started the business about a a little over a year ago. The first six months of 2021 for us were very, very stealth mode. We kind of were in a room 
trying to build a technology, right? Because when you think about our technology, you know, trying to understand a health plan is not an easy task. And trying to teach a machine how to read a health plan is even a more, more, uh, more, more complicated task. So we really spent a lot of time on, first of all, mapping all the different uh, services, medical services there are, trying to figure out what's connected to, to what, and really build that. So that's what we did in the first half of, of 2021. Then we went in and said, okay, we have a solution that actually works. And obviously there is a, a big problem to solve. So we went to raise our first funding. We raised about $22 million uh, seed round, which is you know, one of the biggest seed rounds ever for a company or you know, for a seed company. And then once we raised that fund from, from amazing investors, right? Like uh, Group 11, Good Company, Crescent, really, really strong investors and, and good partners. We kind of said, okay, now we got to go build a team. And what we did is we built a team that today we're almost 40 people. So we grew from five people in a room to almost 40 in about six months. And we're scattered, honestly, across the world. So we have R&D team in Israel. That's about 15 people. And then here in the U.S., we have marketing, sales, data, some product as well. And that's about 25 people. Uh, Most of them are in New York. Some of them are all across the U.S. And all of them are amazing. I think one of the things that we we've done really, really well is bring really, really good people that are all excited about the mission. Our mm-hmm. mission as a company is to make employees healthier. And these employees are all around that mission. And we have exceptional people that help us live that mission every day. Now you asked a bit about where is the company from a business side point of view, we've seen tremendous growth in customers. So, you know, we ended the year with a few design partners Today, we're already at a tens of tens of customers, thousands of users that are actually using Zoe daily basis, asking questions, being healthier, understanding their health benefits. And it's amazing to see how, you know, just a year ago from five people in a room with a mission, today we're 40 people, customers, users, and really changing people's lives, right? Because I truly believe that if you can help somebody be more informed about their health benefits and make them healthier, you change their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's really clear the passion that you've got for that mission. But not only that, I mean, the proofs proofs in the pudding, there's lots of different stakeholders are believing in what you're trying to do. So whether it's the 40 employees that you've hired in the last six months, where it's those new customers that have come onto the platform, or whether it's that incredible seed funding that you raised, obviously, you know, the investors are really believing in what you're doing as well. Guy, could we talk a little bit more about the, the product itself? Maybe you could share a little bit more about the details about how it works and technology behind that. Sure. So the way the product works, again, it helps an employee be healthy, right? So how do we make an employee be healthy? We first of all, give them their options. So an employee can come to our platform, to Zoe, at any given time, Zoe never takes PTO, she's always available, and ask a very simple free text question. For example, I have back pains, what am I covered for? Like, super simple, so many people have back pains, they don't even know what their options are. And then Zoe, once you ask the question, she first of all, analyzes your question. So she understands that you're talking about yourself, talking about back pains, and you want to know your options. She then goes to your plan, the 650 pages that we, we noted before, and find out all of your options that are relevant for back pains. So she'll tell you that you're covered for telehealth, for at-home care, for orthopedic, for a chiropractor, or a massage. So already, I have all of my options in front of me. Then once you pick one of them, let's say orthopedics, Zoe will immediately go back to your plan and tell you your coverage. How much is this going to cost you? How much is the insurance covering? Where can you go? 
And then she'll show you the actual location of chiropractor that you can go and see and how much each one of them costs, what will be your out-of-pocket, their, their reviews, so you can understand quality, location, and when they're available. So again, in less than a minute, you get much more information than you'll ever get from a call center. You'll, get, you'll become a consumer, right? Because the user actually now sees, okay, these are my options, so already being a consumer. These are the cost of every option, already again, being a consumer and picking the best option for me as a consumer of healthcare. Consumerism in healthcare is not something that we're used to. People go to the doctor and then get a surprise bill and are not sure what they're, what they're covered for, or how much it's going to cost. So think about knowing before you go the cost of a, of a doctor visit. It really takes a lot of the aggravation and anxiety out of the process of, of using our healthcare, which we shouldn't have anxiety, right? We, we pay for it. We are entitled for it. And we should be able to remain healthy and be healthy. So that's kind of like what the product is one aspect of it. Another aspect is Zoe also learns about the user, learns about the employees, their questions, their needs, even their family members. And she proactively reaches out to employees to let them know about, for example, mammograms for women over 40, yearly physical tests that they need to do, blood tests, eye exams for people with diabetes. So really finding those preventive benefits that we all have in our plans, but we never use because we're, we don't even know that we're covered for it and kind of building that and adding that to, to the end user and telling them, hey, you should go get this because you know, late detection in the US is a huge issue. $55 billion a year is wasted in the US because of late detection. So Zoe kind of always try to find, okay, what are the preventive care benefits that you as an end user, as an employee should know about for yourself, for your significant other, for your kids, and kind of tells you about that and helps you book appointments, help you find where to go do it. So those are kind of like the two, the two main parts of the product. And then on the back end for the employer, there's also a whole array of basically benefits that they get from using Zoe because they can understand, for example, if there's any gaps in their healthcare plans that they provide to their end user or to their employees, right? What do their employees really needs are, right? Because today there's no way like in the US picking a plan as an employer is one of the worst experiences I had as an employer, right? I got a, a PDF with 70 plans and was told to pick three, no data behind it. And now with Zoe as an employer, you can say, well, actually I have some data, you know, obviously all aggregated, all anonymous, but I know the needs of my employees. And based on that, I can go and pick the best plan for them and not just a random plan that will hopefully be enough. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Guy. Clearly so many benefits there for the individual employees and for the businesses. The wider insurance industry as a whole, is there any benefits there at all for the um, insurance carriers or the healthcare providers? Absolutely. I mean, think about how many, let's let's start with the, the, the easiest one, right? Like think about how many phone calls every insurance company gets every day about questions with, with questions on coverage for employees, right? So think about if I can eliminate those questions and first of all, you get you know much less operating costs, but also so much better service as a, mm-hmm. as a you know, insurance company, you provide a better service to your customers, to your users. And that's, I think, is a huge benefit for an insurance provider, right? And then on the other hand, think about if I can help employees be healthier, if I can help employees find lower cost providers, if I can help employees find, God forbid, issues earlier than later, right? Think about how much money we can save there as an insurance company, because I'll give you the, the simplest example, right? An MRI checkup. An MRI in, the, in New York can cost $400 in one place and $4,000 10 blocks away, but it's the same MRI. Now think about if, I could, if we can help employees understand that difference and 
told tell them like, hey, it's the same MRI. There's no reason to spend four thousand dollars on an MRI that you could get for four hundred. So think about how much money that insurance company can save. So yes, there's there's I think immense opportunities for an insurance company to go and provide Zoe to their end users. Fantastic, and clearly the business is primed to scale quickly. Guy, what can you see as the biggest challenges ahead for the businesses you do look to scale and grow quickly? What are those challenges that you can see there? Yeah, honestly, I think you know, our, our biggest challenge in the last few months was talent. We really wanted to bring the best talent that we could, and we did. We brought in amazing talent. So now that we have that challenge kind of covered, I think our next challenge is just getting to as many employers as we can because mm. we're seeing huge demand. We're seeing a lot of employers are interested. I think one of the things that we're dealing with is that because we're providing a service that is so different, mm. right? Because most employers are used to, you know, when we go to them and we say what we do and they say, okay, so what you're saying is I can have a better call center. We say, no, we're the opposite of a call center. You know, think about your employees that are millennials, Gen Zs, who are becoming, you know, the most of the workforce. They don't want to call anybody. So we provide something that doesn't exist today, a way for you to interact with your health benefits that doesn't include calling a call center. It, it seems like, you know, crazy. So I think our biggest challenge is to kind of explain what we do before we show it. Because the, the beauty of our platform is that once you see it, you get it right away. Mm-hmm. And most people want to, want to use, start using it right away. The, the question I get asked the most is, where do I sign up? But the challenge is to get in front of these HR and, and employers because, you know, they're, they're not used to it. They're, they can't even imagine something like what we're providing. So it's really getting their attention first. And once we show them, it's, it's kind of easier from there. But really, that's kind of like the challenge, the distribution, getting in front of as many employers as we can. Yeah, it's such a unique solution. That real benefit of that personal assistant for your healthcare needs, where you can just ask them any question about your policy or coverage and you know get things booked up. I mean, it's fantastic. God, it brings us nicely onto the espresso round now, where the questions are short, sharp, and straight to the point. Actually, Guy, I've not asked you what your coffee of choice is in the morning. So before we move on to that, I'll just ask you, what's your go-to coffee of choice in the morning? So, so funny enough, I don't drink coffee at all. I've never had. I drink water in the morning. And that's, that's what I usually drink. And it, it's funny because just uh, last week, my colleagues were super excited because they brought a new espresso machine to the office. And I was not excited at all because I don't drink coffee. But it is. So I, I, water is my, my drink of choice. Good benefit for your employees there. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. The espresso round. If we start off then, how many people are you looking to bring into the business over the next 12 months? Yeah, so I think when when we look at the growth that we had, you know, again, growing from five people to 40, but then also the growth Mm. that we have with customers, I honestly think that in the next 12 months, uh, we're probably going to either double or triple the size of the company because we want to deal with that growth, right? So if you ask me, I, mean, I don't know exactly because it really depends on funding rounds and our needs, but we are we are looking to grow significantly, you know, between now and next year, something that we are looking for. Bearing in mind that fast-paced growth, what are the cultures and the values that you're looking to build there as a business? Yeah, I mean, look, our, our again, our mission is to help employees be healthier. I'm looking yep. for people that are excited about that mission and are looking for you know, when they wake up in the morning to be able to tell themselves, hey, I'm, I'm working for a higher cause for making the world a better place and for helping people be healthier. I can't even, I can't think of a, a better cause than that, right? I'm looking for people who are hungry to succeed. We're, we're a company that's super fast paced. We're in the trenches. We're, we're still a startup. Everybody has, you know, 
the product is influencing the marketing, the sales is influencing the market product. It's all kind of like an in it together. We're a very collaborative environment. I think our culture is that we're all users of the platform, right? So we all are trying to kind of build a product that fits our needs as well. So we're really looking for people who are passionate about that. And then lastly, I think experience, right? We're looking for the main expertise. We have product, data, sales, marketing. We're really looking for people who are exceptional in their fields and, and have the main expertise because our philosophy is, hey, we're going to bring you in and you become an expert in, in, your, in what you're leading, what you're managing, right? So that's kind of what we're looking for and what I'm looking for, hungry, experience, and really passion for our mission. It's such a fantastic mission and a great opportunity for, for people out there. Guy, you, you started the business, launched the business during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How have you gone around, first of all, scaling the business quickly, but also maintaining those values during the pandemic when we've had quite a lot of changes and huge changes in the way that people work now? Yes, look, I think uh, we started in the pandemic, meaning you know we only opened our New York office in September. It's kind of interesting to see how well you actually are able to work during the pandemic when people have working from their homes. I think another thing that the pandemic kind of showed us is that there's a, a even more need to help employees with mental health issues, understanding their health, health benefits. A lot of employees have kind of postponed treatment because of the mm-hmm. pandemic, right? So we're mm-hmm. seeing that kind of come in today. But I think our values, I mean, our values is that it, we're a very open environment. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're working from home or from the office. We're now at a hybrid model where we kind of do both. You know, like in New York, we're working about two days from home, three days from the office. I think what was really interesting during the pandemic was to start hiring people that you've never met, right? Yeah. You've never met in person. But I think I learned that you can learn a lot about a person also from, you know, mm-hmm. virtual interactions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, by now I've met all of my employees. We had them in, you know, in our office. But still, I think the old ways of just doing it in person is probably, you know, not going to keep going. I think our employees appreciate the fact that they can work mm-hmm. two days from home, mm-hmm. especially the ones with families. But others actually like the fact that they can go to the office any every day, right? Because they don't want to work from home. So I think that flexibility mm-hmm. is something that will stay with us, but it's also now part of our culture. Right? It's not a big deal if you decide to work from home one day. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the, the norm. Absolutely. I see a lot of startup businesses, their quandary sometimes is they want to bring everyone, keep everybody in the office because of, you know, the culture they're building, the mission they're on. They want people learning from each other. But in order to find the best talent, you know, people do want that flexibility. They do want that that chance. And I I want my employees to have that flexibility, right? Because sometimes you work better from home, but definitely I want those in-person interactions. I want, you know, the marketing person to you know, turn around and tap the shoulder of the salesperson to ask the question, but I don't need that every day. I no. need that a few times of during the week, but if the salesperson or the marketing person wants one day or two to work from home mm-hmm. because they're more uh, productive at home because they have less distractions, mm-hmm. definitely that should be an option. And again, we're mm-hmm. fully flexible in that. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I suppose you've probably seen through the pandemic, perhaps people are thinking a little bit more about their healthcare potentially mm-hmm. the millennials potentially younger people who you know often you know, don't have so many issues with healthcare maybe it's not something they've really thought about too much so are those people excited to to come onto the platform exactly and, and look in the us 70% of employees say they have no clue what they're covered for that's a crazy wow. number right um, wow. i would argue by the way that the 30% that say they do they don't probably know everything either but especially millennials you know gen z's mm. 
They're mm. coming out of their parents' uh, healthcare to their own healthcare, mm. and they're kind of clueless. You know, what am I covered for? Can I go see a doctor? They hear all these news about bankruptcy of people that got a you know an ER bill for six thousand dollars in the U.S. Mm. Like one of the most uh, common reasons in the U.S. for bankruptcy for individual is healthcare bills. So these, you know, these employees need somebody to go to, and that's exactly why Zoe exists. Zoe doesn't only answer you questions about what you're covered for. She also answers healthcare literacy questions, like what is deductibles? Yeah, what does yeah. it mean out of pocket? What is in network? Right? Who who do these employees have to go to today to answer those questions? Nobody. No, absolutely, absolutely not. It's it, it's a real minefield. As you are growing the business, can you see value in bringing people in from the? insurance industry, maybe from some of those like healthcare providers or some of those? hundred percent. By the way, part of our employees are already coming from these insurance companies, right? We have employees mm. that worked in call centers. We have employees that worked in the building departments of insurance companies. I definitely believe that, you know, somebody who was in the system probably has the best view of what is broken and how to yeah. try to fix it, right? Like, I mean, obviously there's advantage of people coming in from the outside, Right. And I think we have a good mix. We have people with no healthcare experience that come in and say, you know, why is this this way? There's, there's a, definitely a better way to do it. And mm. that's what we're trying to do. And there are people that worked in healthcare for years and they can help us with understanding how to fix things and what, what to mm. change, what needs to change. So definitely, I think the insurance background is, is something that we, you know, we're look, we look for. Absolutely. Fantastic. And final question, the espresso around Guy, if there are any, founders out there seeking to start and grow an insurtech business over the next 12 months. What are the key foundations have you found or the infrastructure that you've had there? It's been essential in, in order to scale your business. First of all, I think the insurtech world is, is a world with so many opportunities and there, you know, I see it every day. I'm like, you know, every day I see another idea that could start, could be, it could be a company just on fixing, you know, one, one aspect of the, of the insurtech world. So mm. Definitely, it's a good place to be, and it's a huge market. What I would say, you know, I think for founders who already found like the founders they want to go build something with, it's the the most important thing is the is the investors, right? I was mm-hmm. fortunate enough to find amazing investors that I honestly don't even call them venture uh, investors; I call them partners. And mm-hmm. you need to find the investors that you know are willing to kind of are understanding your vision. They are accepting it as, as the, the vision we all go toward we're all going towards and ones that will not just provide you capital but will provide you advice will provide you the connections that you need and really kind of help you not just you know once a year when there's a funding round but daily like i i talk to at least one of every one of my investors you know at least once a week or once a day because i value their opinion and they are partners in this journey so i think it's if you're a founder out there Really look. Don't take the first capital you're offered. You know, find the right investors that uh, you know you jive with and that are a good fit for you. Awesome, guy. And I think yeah, it sounds like I've got such an awesome business, such a great opportunity there that I'm sure you had your pick of investors and could really work with those who are going to be the best fit for you and 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 for the company. Thank you for that, guy. We've almost reached the end of our time in the insurance coffee house today before we go there do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners and how would they go about reaching out to you after the show yeah feel free to reach out to me anytime i'm on linkedin guy benjamin and i would i'm always keen to talk to other 
people in the industry, employers are looking to find ways to help their employees be healthier or just people that are looking to get involved, right? So a lot of my time is spent on just meeting new people, being out there, and that's something that I love to do. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we will put your contact details there on the show notes so our listeners can reach straight out to you. Guy, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really great having you on the show. Really enjoyed hearing about you know the great work that Healthy is doing, but also that strong mission that you have for really transforming the health insurance, the healthcare for employees right across the US. So thanks for thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks, thanks, thanks for thanks for having me. It was great. Thanks, Guy. And to all the insurtech leaders and insurance executives listening today, wherever you are around the world, we're sure you would have gained a lot of valuable insight and great advice from uh, what Guy has had to say today. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, or would like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Codley. This has been the Insurance Coffeehouse Global InsureTech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffeehouse with Nick Codley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.